The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Businesses are successful when they control their bottom line. That's why more businesses across northern Illinois are partnering with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program to save on energy costs. Learn more at comed.com slash poweringbiz. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Chicago Bears. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat. Host of Pardon My Take. And voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Sorry, Marcel Big Cap brought to you by RJ Curcio and the Curcio Law Offices. If you need a personal injury attorney, give RJ a call. He's the best in the business. 312-321-1111. It's 312-321-1111. And also brought to you by Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com, and a portion of the proceeds goes to Paws Chicago. We're out at Twin Peaks and Oakbrook Terrace. Come out and see us. And uh, Barstool Big Cat has this big uh, college basketball tournament out at the, the Wintrust Arena today. We're, uh, we, we were thinking about coming, but then we, we got sent here to Twin Peaks. So our arms were twisted, and we ended up in Oakbrook Terrace. Big Cat. Well... Two, uh, I'm, I'm sitting in the wind trust right now. You can hear b- balls bouncing in the background. Uh, two courtside tickets are going to be empty tonight, so that's too bad. i got to be honest with you. Sylvie said if we're not in the front row, we're not going regardless, and then we heard a whisper that it was about row 10 or 12, so then he nixed it for both of us. Yeah, well, that, that, that was the rumor mill that's ugly to listen to. I actually yeah. had it set up that uh, Bobby Hurley was going to give you guys each at least 7 to 10 minutes, and now that's not going to happen. Wow. <laughs> Seven to ten minutes of what? I'm glad you're not holding yeah, you, a grudge. You get some run. You got five fouls to get. Oh, okay. I can get out there and shoot some threes? Yeah, why not? Run up and down. You still have eligibility left, no don't question. you? No question. Or do you What not? was the movie where, like, what's his, was he was jacking threes out on the playground? He was calling his uh, shot. Long came Polly. Yes. That was so good. That's Nailed me. It. That's how I play basketball. That's Except beautiful. I don't have a oh, That's a lie, too. I know that you're good. No, that's not. No, I'm not. I'm not good basketball. He's a hustle dork on the basketball yeah. court. I love that. I love yeah. that. I'm a hustle dork in life, Big Cat. <laughs> no, you're definitely not. You are definitely not a hustle dork. Wait, if you show me uh, how to get to a local tavern, I'll be a hustle dork. <laughs> you are You are all chill. That is for sure. All right, what, what, what do you want? I'm going to give you the choice here. Um, what, there's so much going on, whether it's the Bears stuff, we got some Eberflus to play, whether it's the Harbaugh and possibly some penalties, whether it's Cubs news and Council and Ross, what, what, what's on your mind most today? Let's start with Cubs because I'm still in shock. I don't know what your uh, reaction was, Sylvie, in the moment. I was actually live on air when it happened, and I don't think I've ever seen anything like it where a uh, manager gets hired without realizing the current manager is fired, and I had to get to, like, the second part of Jeff, Jeff Passan's tweet before it dawned on me. It's like, oh, wait, this means David Ross is out. Uh, that was crazy. That was crazy. I'm, it, it really stinks for a guy like David Ross, who I love, uh, but it feels reminiscent 
of Ricky Renneria to uh, Joe Madden, where maybe this is uh, Craig Council decided to come because he was told, hey, we're going to start spending some big-time money starting with your contract. So that's, that's music to my ears. <laughs> Starts with the $40 million, doesn't it? I mean, like, listen, I'm – That's the easy part, Yeah, though. that is. That is totally the yeah. easy part. Yeah, but this do- doesn't it feel like – like, I don't think Craig Council takes this job if he doesn't get some assurances that the Cubs are going to start being aggressive. That's the way I felt as well. And, and I know that there has been quite a – you know, a number of people responding. No, there have been no there have been no guarantees that they're going to become this wild spender in free agency. But I don't think a guy who was really, really good in an environment where he wasn't given a ton of resources takes a job where getting the resources is is going to be so, that. That's got to be part of the plan as well, Big Cat. Right. Like, because what would be the reason for him to move otherwise? There's none. There, you, you can't. Like, if the Cubs don't say, "Hey, look." You know, you're you're a great manager. You've been doing it with one arm tied behind your back with with the payroll, uh, you know, spending of the Brewers, and they're never going to start spending like one of these big market teams. Why don't you come to the big market and we'll start spending that way, and you could go win a World Series. Like I, I really do think that conversation happened, and I think that's why they made the move. And I'm excited. It means that the the, the Cubs are going to start spending again. If they don't, I'm going to be absolutely flummoxed and bewildered and all those things. It was the last thing I expected, Big Cat, driving down to work on Monday. Uh, Jesse, Jesse was texting us, and, and I'm like, I, I was all set for the council news about the Mets. The Cubs were never on my brain about this. And then once the breaking news sounder sounded, and I heard Abdallah read it to Carmen, that the Cubs had made the move to hire him and to fire Ross, I was completely in shock. But I... But I love to be that team as much as I love Rossi. Um, I, I didn't love him as a manager. I didn't hate him either. There were some things I had issues with. But I love to be the team that's not satisfied. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. right. Where it's not good enough and we're going to try and get better here. Yes. And, and like I said, it is. it, it, it does. Ross, obviously, uh, we all like him more than we had feelings for Richie Renneria just because of you know, Ross being on the, on the Cubs before as a player and the type of guy he is, but it does feel like that where it's like you feel bad for the guy, but it also is a signal that, like, hey, we're, it's business time. Like, let's go win a World Series. Are you a believer that the rumors that they will be as big a player in the, the Shohei sweepstakes as anybody? Do you believe oh, yeah. in that? Shohei's on the team already. <laughs> I already yeah, bought I, my Shohei jersey. Yeah. Do you have one already? I have one. I'm wearing it right now. It's, it's, we're going. Honestly, it's, it's how happening. would you how would you celebrate the announcement that Shohei was in fact signed by the Chicago Cubs? What would you listen? Do? I would start. At, what, the first thing I would do is I would become. I'd basically go to med school with WebMD and figure out what exactly is going on with his shoulder, elbow, <laughs> and become an expert on that so I can help him any way possible. Maybe tweet him some tips. But yeah, I mean, I would be. I'd be over the moon. I, I just. And it starts with Bellinger. Just re-sign Bellinger, and then we know that we're, we're, we're ready to roll. So you want Bellinger and Shohei? You think they have a chance? Yes, I want it all. Yeah. What are you talking well, I, about, Sylvie? Well, yeah, I, I want signed Blake all. Snell, too. I mean, come on. If you're going <laughs> to ask, ask. Didn't, but here's the thing. Like, like, like we've known this. Um, you know, Jed, obviously, a Theo disciple. Theo acted in a similar way where it's like build up the farm system, and then when you do have the spot where you are in the spot, that you think you're ready to start competing for World Series, then you go start and spend it. And it feels like the Cubs, if we're talking about natural progressions, 
Last year's team, obviously the ending of the season was a bummer and they, you know, collapsed. But it does feel like they are a couple free agent guys away from being a real contender in the NL. Yeah, for sure. And then they have all this money. Like Stroman leaving opens $21 million off. Hayward's money off the books opens up another 20 some million. That's $40 million right there with just those two. And then, right. you know, Bellinger's money, What do you? is it going to go towards Bellinger or somebody else? Plus, they're the Cubs, and they needed to add anyway on top of that. So they should be able to add a ton. So let, let's workshop this. Waddle wants to know. What are we going to do yeah. if we get the announcement and the breaking news sounder sounds this offseason, Big Cat? Let's go into this together. What would we do if they they sign Shohei? I think you guys both have to strip in our underwear and run down State Street. I would, it's so funny you mentioned that because I was going to suggest that the two of you get matching Cubs Speedos and you stand um, out in front. Underneath the marquee. I might get and a Shohei tattoo on my back. Just like oh, an entire, the whole back tattoo. A permanent tattoo. Yes, yes. How I, could I that be, go wrong? I'd be more willing to do, like, the fun run in the Speedo. I think you, oh, he really? gets the... You don't want the full back tattoo? No, no, no duh. Listen, no, he, get, <laughs> he gets the Shohei full back tattoo. You get Tom Ricketts' face on your chest. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> Wait. That's an equal right, yeah, that's we'll just, deal. We'll just have to have Cap take off his shirt so I can do, you know, make sure that I have it exactly the same place he has it. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I want to get matching. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 very good. Very good. There. That, that, uh, I, I honestly think that if Shohei signed with the Cubs, you could be convinced to get a Shohei Lower back tattoo. Is I he, really do. Where, yeah. would he, where would he be then in the grand scheme of athletes in Chicago, knowing, though, that it's still, while the Cubs, in, it's not a full city backing Shohei. It's only, I, you know what I mean? Is he still yeah, the biggest? I, I think he'd be, I think he might be number one. I mean, it's, right now it's not exactly, we're not picking from the best litter here. Right. Like they, they, someone asked me that the other day. They're like your top three guys you root for right now, and it was it was tough to come up with names. I'm going to be honest. I was like uh, DJ Moore, Connor Bedard, and uh, I guess DeRozan. I don't know. So maybe Kyle Hendricks. Uh, but yeah, it's not it's not like we're picking from like the best, the deepest roster here. It's Jordan Cutler and then Shohei. That's yeah. your list. Let's the, do the, it. The best. Look, I, I I I'm a Reds fan, and I'd be excited to see Shohei here in town. I don't yeah. know how legitimate, you know, the chances are, oh, my, but it would be it, it would be a show, like li- literally a show every, every day, every day. They, and that, like Did my, you just come up with that off the top of he your head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, can you believe Woo! it? I'm yeah. a marketing genius. <laughs> like Big Cat, I think they would sell out the season if they yeah. signed Shohei. I think that the minute tickets go on sale for single game tickets, I think the Cubs would sell out the season. This is why it makes total sense, because a large portion of his salary would be subsidized by the the revenue that is brought in from advertising advertising or all of the other ancillary avenues that don't exist for Bellinger or some of the other good potential free agents. They still haven't sold the patch. I'll say it right now. I'm going to go. My uh, season ticket, like, 
my seat selection uh, is, I think, next Monday, and I'm going to move up right now. I'm going to say right now, Tom Ricketts, if you're listening, I'm moving up. I'm going to buy more expensive seats because I know you're going to sign show it. 1914 Club? Not 1914 Club. What's yeah. it cost to get in there? That's I don't know. That's a lot. Well, yeah, just give expensive. me an estimate. If I wanted to be an, a 1914 Club member, how much would it cost me? I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. Couple hundred grand a year. I'm going to text my guy James if he's not listening. James is a big Waddle and Sylvie guy. You telling the big cats in the market for one of those? Yes, spots. I'll, I'll text him now if he's not listening. James with the Cubs. I'm going to text him and uh, I'll find out. I I got to imagine it's a three hundred fifty to five hundred dollar ticket per game. Yes. Yeah. I'm not. Whoa, doing whoa, whoa, that. whoa, whoa, whoa. Three hundred. Did you say oh, three hundred fifty dollars? I thought you were saying three hundred fifty thousand. Between three fifty and five hundred dollars per, per game. ticket okay. per game. Okay, for one. Okay, no, yes. for eighty-one games. No, thank you. I'm yeah. fine sitting in you know in the left field wall or the right field wall. I'm fine there. I don't need. Yeah, that. but when you walk out of like the area into your seat section, you can grab Funyuns, a Snickers bar, a I don't cold need beer. This. this is not okay. this is no, one of the wrong directions. I know okay. you. You're a Funyun guy. Yeah, you're a total Funyun guy. If you're not a Funyun guy, then you're not mean? who that I sounds, think you are. That sounds disrespectful. I don't even know. I don't know why I'm thinking <laughs> You don't know? But I am. That's not one of your favorite snacks? No, Funyuns are gross. Your breath smells like onions. Come on. What are you eating for snacks? What's your number well, one? I'm a pretzel guy, like a general, like regular pretzel. That's kind of like, you know, the Green Bay Power Sweep. You just keep running that play over and over. I like the, I like crackers, just regular crackers. Just crackers. I'll do maybe some hot fries. Who are yeah, we talking to you right now? Is this crackers? my grandfather? I was going to say. Yeah, big, big, big Cat's my grandfather. This is Grandpa Cat. Yeah. No, because if you do pretzels and crackers, it's like, this isn't bad for you. You get Doritos, like, oh, I'm, you know, this is bad for you, even though that makes no sense. If you look at actual calories, that's how I think. Yeah, you think you're you think you're making the healthy choice with pretzels yeah, and crackers. Right. Correct. 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 Not true. All you're gonna have is a case of dry mouth. That's all you're getting. That's all you're that's getting fine. for pretzels and crackers. Hey, sonny boy, pass me some pass me some of those saltine crackers. <laughs> I wanna play you um I wanna play you Eberflus. I would never do this normally. I would never waste precious Barstool Big Cat time. Playing Matt Eberflus sound, but oh, no. I, I don't think you've heard this. This is him. Oh, no. This is him trying to tell everybody about Justin Fields' status, and he's listed as doubtful. Keep that in mind for tomorrow's game, and listen to the way he goes back and forth trying to keep the coaching rig on the road here, and he doesn't want to tell anybody really information. But he confuses himself, and then he confuses the reporters. Oh, so, no. Yeah, listen to this, Big Cat. Take a listen. Yeah, like you said, he's not medically cleared to go um, right now, and uh, he's getting better, though. I mean, he's, he's, uh, accuracy's improving. He's throwing it better, and, you know, he's starting to do more and more and more. So uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. And right now we're listening to him as doubtful, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. If, if, if he's doubt, if he's not medically cleared, well, how come doubtful versus out? Yeah, just to see. we got to give him one more day. Give him one more day, but he's uh, he's working hard, and uh, it's getting better every day. So we'll see where it goes. He's not playing tomorrow. Yeah, he's not playing. Why hasn't the medical staff seen given the clearance yet? What is it? What are they telling you? What's that? What, what is the medical staff telling you in terms of why they haven't given him the clearance? Yeah, it's uh, it's really just uh, the clearance is uh, just you know obviously he's got to be cleared to play with the medical staff, you know, and so. 
it's really about him feeling good about it and the medical staff saying that he can go in there and function. And uh, he's just not there at this time. Is it an issue of grip strength or? It's everything. It's, it's all. It's, it's all improving. You know, the grip strength, the, the accuracy, the, t- you know, the, the ability to function as a quarterback. It's just, it's all right there. It's, it's getting close. I'm just, I'm not, I'm having trouble understanding. He's, he's not playing, but he's doubtful. There's, is he out or doubtful? He, now he's listed as doubtful. But you're saying that he's out. He's not going to play. We'll see where it goes. Uh, the chances are doubtful, 51% that he's in or out, and uh, it's going to be – we'll see where it is. got a little time left, but, uh, again, we'll declare him out when he's out. Uh, right now we're still listening to him as doubtful. But he, will he go through any sort of pregame work tomorrow? He may. He may. Yeah, he may. It depends on what happens here in the next uh, 24 hours. That's you coming home hammered trying to explain to your wife where you've been. Oh. That was like the Michael Scott deposition when they read it back to him. And he's like, I, he's like, I need to go to the bathroom. He's like, sir, you already went to the bathroom. He's like, well, that time was, uh, was fake. This time I actually have to go. Like, what are, what are we doing right now? What is that? How about in the middle of it where Jason Leisure did win him over and he admitted that he's not going to play? play. He's He's like, oh, he's not going to play. play. Yeah, yeah, this is crazy. What are we talking about? And then he switched. And then he went back to downfall. Oh, unbelievable. What a that's show. A, what a, I mean, a it's just, it's, and, and listen, tomorrow night's must win. It's yes. must win. You have it, to win that game tomorrow. It's the night. game of the year, Big Cat. Look, if it they is. don't, if they can't beat this Carolina Panthers team, it's all over. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, for years to come. I mean, yeah. from year, for years to come. If they can't beat this Carolina team, it is symbolic of it a problem be, that won't be solved forever. It may be years to come anyway. Well, that's true, yeah. but. It may be. It Look, may the Carolina be. Panthers, first of all, stink. Their best defensive players out. 75% of their secondary is questionable. I believe one of the guys already has been ruled out. Like, if you can't beat this team in your own building, like, I, I, I'm speechless. I'm, well, you, what, what, what would be, I mean, what, what would it prove? That the Bears might be bad? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah. The Bears might be bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they might be bad. Yeah. They well, I know that. They might be bad. <laughs> I, can they, they can't be this bad, can they? They no, can't be that they, bad. Sure they, they could. could. They yeah. could. I mean, thir- Sunday's game was, was quite a game because I don't think I've ever seen a team lose by seven and, and be 5-0 in the, in the turnover. Like, I, I, the Saints, I walked away being like, the Saints stink. How did the Saints, like, how did we stick in that game? There's no chance they don't win this game by 10 points. All right, so I might have to game of the year of it. That's what you guys yeah, are I think you should. Right I think you I have should. To. What's the number now, should. four? Is it dropped because of fields? I, no, I don't think so. I think it was three and a half and went up to four. I, don't, I think yeah. it's still four. Oh, it's down <laughs> to three and a half. It's Bears, down to three and a half. The Bears to beat anyone by margin is quite, quite a task. Come on, you be out there. Are you going to the game? I might, I might have to do it. I might have to do it. We'll, we'll yeah. think about it. i got to get through these games tonight, and then we'll think yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, and before we let you go, what about Harbaugh? What do you, what do you think is going to happen here? I think he's going to be the Bears coach. I hope so. I want it. I want it so badly. But, no, I actually, I've, I've actually been pretty consistent that I think Connor Stallion um, is a lone wolf and a Harbaugh didn't know. And on top of that, I'm, I'm going to say right now, 50-50 chance that within the next, I don't know, six months, Connor Stallions might be a co-worker of mine because Dave was, did offer – he offered a full-time job at Barstool Sports, and I think there might be some talks coming up. 
I was just going to ask you if there was a chance that you guys would try to bring him on. He could be oh, your science dealer. I said I would give him. I'd make. I put him in an office in our new new facility that we just opened up. I'd black out the the windows so it's like a layer <laughs> and no one's allowed in, and just let him do whatever. Like just be like Connor Stallion. You just figure out how we get better. I don't care how you do it. Just do it. I love it. That's a great yeah. plan. That's a great plan. I love yes. it. All right, so you're you're getting ready for the uh, anthem tonight. Yeah, five forty-five. Barstool Sports YouTube. Then Loyola tips off at six. I took. I, I drove over to Indiana. I took Loyola plus six and a half. They got a lot of new transfers in this year. They're playing FAU. You drove over to four. Indiana to make the play. Well, I can't call the game if I don't have money on the game. Right, I get you totally. Yeah, that's the beauty of the broadcast, and we're going to be sweating out our bets on the broadcast. It's such a weird so, rule. It is a weird rule. And then the next game is Mississippi State, Arizona State. So I took Mississippi State in that. So tune in and, and watch me scream at uh, 18-year-olds and hope that I win my bet. So <laughs> let, let me clarify. You can bet on that second game because it's two out-of-state schools Correct. playing here. But Correct. you can't bet on the first Correct. game because it's Loyola. Correct. It is so, quite the rule. It's, it's, so, such a, it's the dumbest thing yeah. outside of yeah. Harbaugh's guys can't go and scout future opponents. Yeah. Those are two similar yeah. stupid rules. <laughs> Very stupid rules, but we make two. We drive over, 20-minute drive over Indiana, and then we're, we're in, in the action. So Loyola tonight plus six and a half. Have fun, okay, Big Cat? Enjoy. All right, see you guys. I'll there see you, you next week. All there right, bye. Barstool Big Cat. Uh, now on Wednesdays, uh, and the reason we do it on now on Wednesdays is because a lot of the time he'll be in our first, uh, our old, uh, old National Bank studio. Um, so... That, he just. I wanted to I, honestly. You know that I don't go to a lot of stuff. This was something I truly did want to go to. Yeah, to see. But it. obviously, we weren't able to do it because we're pretty far away from the event, and it's going to tip off as we would be driving it's over six there. O'clock, so, yeah. and we would have missed his anthem. Yes, we would like missed. you yeah. have. I want. I've never seen him sing the anthem except on YouTube or yeah. on on television. I want to see that in person. That's something I want to see in person. What are you laughing at, Meller? I love that Sylvie's like like Big Cat's Pavarotti. I've never seen his anthem yeah. in person. I'd love to see it in person as well. It's on my bucket list. Yes. <laughs> it's magnificent. He's good at it. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to see him sing Listen, live? I, I love hanging with Big Cat. I have no maybe, problem with that. Maybe, I, you know what? Maybe we can convince him next time he's in studio to, do, to sing the national anthem oh, when that's he comes tough. on. That's tough. Why? I, I know, I, it's, Why? Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. All you can do is ask. Right. Yeah, yeah. Worst he can do is say no. Do right. Think, I think we sh- every time he comes in studio, we start the interview with, an with him singing from, the national okay. anthem. All right. All right. Good. I don't think that's a huge ask. Uh, we're going to talk to Billy Corrigan coming up. Speaking of singers, at uh, five o'clock, Smashing Pumpkins are playing Wrigley Field this this coming summer. Ooh, who would you rather watch sing the anthem, Billy Corrigan or I, Barstool I, Big Cat? I'm like. I, a truly on my bucket list is to see one day, somehow, some way, uh, Barstool Big Cat sing the anthem next to you. Yes, yeah. No, is a Billy Corgan to to play in our studio? That I've never seen. As many times as I've seen him at the Metro, I've seen him. Would you join in the, or, and sing no, along? No, hell no. You don't do that when a. Uh, 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 one of the great performers is what performing. What if he asked you to sing no, along? No, he would never ask me to sing <laughs> along. But that I everybody would, now. No, I would. I would to see him. Like that would be great. 
I've seen him play every Chicago venue. Would you cry if he was doing it? In don't the think studio? so. No. I don't think so. But you never know what your emotions are going to be. Like, people used to ask me that all the time about the Cubs. Am I going to cry? And I said, I don't know. And then I didn't. I didn't come close to crying when the Cubs won the World Series. Because you almost murdered people yeah. while you were <laughs> waiting for the seventh game to wrap up. I think I was too stressed out. I was too relieved instead of, like, emotionally happy. He let loose when he got on the plane, the private jet, there on the way go. home. Yeah. We got hammered. The only time. Dad, I was able to knock off two bucket list items in one day. Your behavior on the plane would probably limit you from being asked to be aboard. uh, Well, what did I do on the plane? I wasn't the one drawing penises on people's foreheads. Well, don't make it sound like it was me. It was not me either. (laughs) Right. I I wasn't the one doing that. No. Sylvia was working his... uh, I was fine on the plane. All I was doing was drinking. And asking for, like, Menchie's gift card. I was going to say, angling for a lifetime of Menchie's. Yes. Those was, were the two he things He was I did. so drunk, though. It I was, was hammered. I, and rightfully so. Oh. Your favorite baseball team had just won the World Series. Not many times do I get hammered these days. I get buzzed often. Not many times do I get hammered. You were I was hammered. truly yeah. hammered. I drove you home that night, too, said, or that morning as well. I could well, attest I? because I, my alarm code. Yeah. I saw you guys the next day, 12 hours later. Yeah. And I could still see how hammered you were oh, from the yeah. night before. Yeah, we was. did the, the, uh, the yeah the Erlacher show. Yes, at Ditka's. Yeah. That's still a memorable day. That next day, too. All right. Uh, coming up next, speaking of baseball, we'll play uh, some Scott Boris, okay? Scott Boris spoke today. A Bellinger's one of his clients. And I'll read you. One of his clients is not Otani, but there was an Otani report with the Cubs. How realistic is it, do you, do you guys believe, Uh, I'll read you the report coming up next. Can this weekend's games match the fun and intensity of last weekend's games? We do not know, but we can talk about it over a beer. Live from Oak Brook Terrace in Twin Peaks, this is Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. 5-0 lead. Here's Otani with the drive. Right center field. How far will this one go? Shohei Otani with a blast. Number three hitter again. Swing and a miss. Shohei blows the fastball by Will Smith. Swing and a miss. Fastball 99 over the outside corner. Vargas swings through the fastball. That's in there. Strike three called. It's a high fly ball to right. Way back. Frazier's going to watch it fly. The spectacular Shohei has done it again. Nothing right here. That is high, that is deep, that is gone, that is number 27 for Shohei Otani. Yeah, Shohei Otani, the center of the baseball world for this uh, offseason, and really when he plays. We'll see when he pitches again and how good he'll be when he pitches again because of this uh, surgery he's having. We know he won't pitch this upcoming season. He probably won't play either. He probably won't swing for the first month. We'll see. When are they suggesting he may be back to be either a DH or I, I would assume he'd be the DH, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. When, to start, cause, like, isn't that what they did with Harper yes, for a long time? I think that's sort of the comp. Yeah. Um, so 
Bob Nightingale wrote about this today in USA Today. Whenever he's got news on the White Sox, I heard Carmen talk about this. Or maybe it was a hoodie and cap. Like, you could print it. That is because he is getting it from Jerry. You know? And yes. This is, this is he's, he's dining at the, uh, at the same place as in Scottsdale and, and getting it. I, I don't know how accurate his other stuff is. But he, he is talking to some of the baseball general managers and executives down at the GM's meetings in, in Arizona. And this is what he wrote. He said, the Dodgers remain the heavy favorites. The Chicago Cubs and the Rangers are serious contenders, with several general managers saying the Cubs may be the most aggressive team for his services. And it would be foolish to count out the Boston Red Sox, New York Mets, or even the San Francisco Giants. In the article, he wrote that there could be 10 serious contenders. It goes to what you've been saying, that every team in baseball should absolutely reach out and make an offer, which they won't. Like, the White Sox have already dismissed this as they're not in it. Oh, there are several teams that won't get in this conversation, but including the White Sox and the Reds and probably the Pirates and other teams. But, but he said between, like, 10 and 20 will at least make calls and, and make, like, a serious offer. What is going and, to – what do you project will be – the most important factor in his decision. Does he want to be on the West Coast? That, Does I, he want to be... I think it's, it's his comfort into where he wants to live. Right. I, I think the difference in the money will be... You know, Negligible. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he wants... He's going to get life-altering money for generations to come. And his probably wherever he goes. And it's, it's going to be number one to him how he feels about where he's going to live, and how he feels about the team that he's signing up for with, considering what he's dealt with with the Angels. What is the pitch going to be from Jed and from, and from uh, uh, or, um, Craig Council at this point? What are they going to – like, because the money's going to be comparable. So what is the pitch going to be? Why do you – why would he want to come to the Chicago Cubs? How do you convince him to come to the Chicago Cubs? Because the money's going to be the same. That it's it, like I, I know it's a tagline that it's different here. That baseball is different here, and I know like it, it, it's very similar in Boston too and in New York. But this is different. Like we've always talked about. The way a big market works in Chicago versus Philly versus New York versus Boston, it's Chicago, it's, it's, a, it's a different feel in this community as a bigger city. It, the city has everything you have to offer, but yet it, it doesn't have that enormous city feeling. And, you know, I don't know if he wants, while he likes Southern California, does he want to be a Dodger versus the Angels? Does does like a lot of people think that he could be the Dodgers, but does he also maybe go oppo of what you may think? You know, could it not be that? Will, will it be the Mariners instead? Could it be because he likes Seattle more? But I, you know, remember they were the runner-up, the Cubs, the first time he came over here. I think a lot of it will have to do. I don't know how they're going to structure the deal these teams with him as far as being a pitcher. 
How's that going to go? Are they going to offer him a mon- money like he is going to be a star pitcher? Are they going to offer him an opt-out if he does start pitching again? Oh, are there going to be incentives for pitching? What? How are you going to? That's a good question. So, like, I, I think it's going to be. And like Jesse, As a team, do you prepare for him to ultimately be a starting pitcher again? Or is it more likely that he may be a closer at some point in his career? Or a mid-level starter and not a, like, this lights-out dominating starter. And if, and, and, and What's you, the price of that? And, and you just have to go into it saying the worst-case scenario is we have a game-changing designated hitter for the next decade. We have one of the most dynamic bats in baseball for the next decade. And if we get pitching out of him from him being an ace to him being all the way to a reliever, At least it's something more. I don't know a ton about his wishes and desires. Does he want to go through the process of having the surgery, rehabbing from it, and getting back on the mound as a starter? I think what is so. his, like, is, is this part of his makeup? Yeah, he wants to be a pitcher. Okay. That's the strong belief. He wants to continue to be a pitcher. To your question, he's... The initial reports after the surgery, he's expected to be able to swing by March. So they think he'll be in the lineup for whatever team he signs for by opening day as the designated hitter. I think... Would, when, would it take away some power early? Yeah, I think possibly. Now, I will say, he did, the first time he had Tommy John surgery, he did swing with the elbow injury and played right through it. So, and I think he still had, you know, he didn't, like Bryce Harper this year, it took him a couple months to get the power back. Shohei, when he he did it last time, he didn't really suffer a power outage while he was hitting. The problem, I think, is when you're trying to structure whatever long-term deal you you ultimately uh, agree with him on is, okay, do you, he's, he's one of the best hitters in baseball, period. What you see, though, is that if he suffers a pitching injury, then you lose his bat at times as well, right? He's going to be able to recover, but he did have to be shut down this year eventually to have the surgery, right, and and kind of recover. So you're adding extra risk as a pitcher. I think if he gets out onto the mound, Sylvie, he's he's really been a a top-two type starter every time he goes to the mound. Can I sell him on... With Rossi not being here, he won't hit sixth or seventh in the lineup. Can that be yeah, a, sales, that, that's a, good, a sales pitch? That's a good sales pitch. Yeah. Yes. We won't bat you sixth? Yeah, I think he's hitting second or third. Oh, are you sure? In all likelihood. Okay. I would, I would think so in almost any lineup. And then, and then I think if you're the Cubs, too, that you look at it where you're paying this big freight, and if he doesn't pitch, you're still going to get the return on investment from you're going to get more money for your sponsorship patch on the front of your uniform. You're going to get more corporate sponsors and sponsors from Japanese advertisers because he's on your team. You'll sell out the season. You're going to get more ticket sales. You're going to get more uh, subscription-based services for Marquee. Yeah. Because now it's, a, it's its own standalone subscription service on the app. He's I think, not going to completely pay for himself, but... but He'll subsidize the revenue streams. Will subsidize forty percent of the salary. And as maybe? good as Bellinger is, Bellinger won't do that. As great as Soto is, Soto won't do that. No, Soto doesn't bring you really in any more money. So I Ohtani ask you, Otani does. If not Otani, then who do they focus on in the off season? Is I, it a trade for Alonzo? Is it a trade for Soto? 
Is it trying to get Bellinger, Bellinger to come back? I think it's all of those. And then the pitching market. You have to get a pitcher. You have to, you have to get better pitchers starting pitching-wise, and you have to shore up that bullpen. I do think they were given – I think Marcus Stroman did them a huge favor. He, he did. By opting out Freed of his cash. Yeah, like that was $21.5 million they would have been on the hook for. And while he was good last year, you saw, I think, all the reasons why you don't love paying that, that amount to him because he has a hard time – Going through the entire season that way. What if he never would have recaptured his first half last year and he would have pitched exactly like he pitched in the second half for $21.5 million? And even if he would have split the difference, if he was better but not still great, you're, like now you've freed up $21.5 million that you can invest in someone long-term per year, that you have an extra $21 million this year on this year's payroll to spend. That, that's a lot of money. What did Scott Boris have to say about Bellinger? Do we, should we play that coming up next, Tyler? Do we have that? Yeah, we've got it. Okay, so I'm interested. Boris, He's did, quite a wordsmith, isn't he, when oh, talking about his clients? He, he has all sorts of puns, yes. too. Did I hear, too, did he get mad at Bruce today? Do we have any bite where he got mad at Bruce at all? Or do we not have that? I haven't heard about that. Okay, okay. So we'll, we'll play uh, the Bellinger stuff from uh, Scott Boris. And then Billy Corgan's going to join us at 5 o'clock, and we'll get back to the Bears as well. We're live at Twin Peaks. Come out and see us. We've got a great crowd out here. We're at the one in Oak Brook Terrace. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Waddle, Sylvie, Twin Peaks, Oak Brook Terrace. We're back at the live show on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Let's give away a gift card to the Pride Stores. We weren't able to do Would You Rather today. We'll move that as we have the Bears game tomorrow. But uh, let's give away uh, a gift card to the Pride Stores. They're absolutely awesome. Carmen raves about them all the time, more than just a convenience store. Um, 312-332-3776 car 10 you'll get to win the gift card to the pride store right now 332-3776 a lot of uh, cool sites here at Twin Peaks and Oak Brook Terrace including Mel are just house that's that, what I was going to say roast. Like, it's not just the usual eat drinks and scenic <laughs> views Meller has it's been a food fest for him the, since we got here like, remember me in the old days at oh, Ditka's? Yeah. yeah. This has been, well, what? you had like a three-pack of tacos earlier, <laughs> and now you've got, now you got the, what, what do you got there, the shore ribs? So I went with the uh, spicy, crispy tacos, the uh, three-pack earlier, like you said, nice little app yeah. to get the scene set. Yeah. And now we've got dinner, a little mom's pot roast it's for the folks mom's out here. It's excellent. Yeah. I think Yurko usually goes with the pot roast when we're out there. You're right, yeah. Charlie, yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's been going to town. And we saw our uh, buddy, you know, who came by is uh, Taylor from Hyde Park. Delivering product. Yeah. UIC area. He's been before. Used to go by Taylor in UIC. And then uh, one of my favorite callers all time. He's called this station for so long, and he came, delivered gifts. And um, Well, you know what business he's in. Yeah, he is in the uh, marijuana business. That is correct. And he brought some uh, samples I am, for us. I am such a square. I have no idea what any of this stuff is. We should do experiments every day. Pottinger's over there drooling right now, yeah, he's, looking to get a little bit of the product. Yeah, We should try. Why don't we do that? Like every, every show, you try a different no, product and nope. see what, what, kind of, what kind of waddle we get. Nope. Uh-uh. Why not? Nope. Put you to sleep one day. Yeah. 
With some indica. I got some hash drops right here. Oh, yeah. That would be good for your... Full-spectrum uh, hash drops. Like, you know, Mango you, Delight. You always want some hauls. I bet you those will help. <laughs> it's not a cough drop, brother. Aren't they, they're hash drops. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a cough drop. It's a hash drop. <laughs> um, I want to hear some Scott Bora. So you have that for us, Tyler? Yeah, we got that for you. All right, what, what is, uh, so how long is this? It's about 20 seconds long. Oh, that's it, huh? Uh, so this is uh, Scott Boris, super agent, talking about his client, Cody Bellinger, and possibly the Cubs. But when he came to Chicago, he just feasted on Major League Pitching. And um, really, uh, you know, I think Chicago got the comforts of a full belly. So they're going to have to loosen their belts to keep Bellinger. <laughs> what does Jordan Montgomery do for this fight? He's that like, is so corny, it's incredible. He's like Jim Nance preparing like the yes. winning the winning call of a game. Yes. So he, he He's goes, been writing that down for weeks. Feasted on pitching, and then he had the full belly, and then they're gonna have to loosen up their, their belt. belt. Yeah. And and pay. He get look, he gets his clients money, and they're happy with him, and He's Listen, happy he's great, with his, he's great at his job. What does he get, 5 or 10%? I don't know. Like, if the Major League – I don't think it's that much anymore. I would assume that the Players Association yeah, – I think it's much closer to, like, 2 or 3%. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, when you're Only, talking – Hasn't the NFL also – isn't it 3% standard now in the NFL? I thought that, that that was something that they put into effect. The numbers are so big now that it's, you know, even 3%, 3 of – Right, two hundred million dollars yeah, is still time, pretty good, yeah. pretty good. Uh, but he does does so well by his clients. So full belly, full belly, full belly, full belly. I've got a full belly over here, boys. Yeah, but it's been weird with what Jesse has said. I mean, I don't want to be like Je I mean, he he has said that he didn't think that they were going to be willing to pay him. But who I knows? wonder why that is. It, it has to be because, because, listen, not only with Bellinger are you getting an accomplished left-handed bat, you're getting a gold glove. At first and center. Correct. So it must be that they're just not comfortable believing that what they saw last year was he was going to be able to duplicate that over the course of the next six or seven years. Because remember, like he was coming off of, what, two and a half or three years Injury-related, yeah, injury I get it. And he had to bounce back from that. Um, so from Major League Baseball, the max is 5% that an agent can charge. I bet so you, you negotiate yeah, that. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah if you're Scott Boris, you no, probably maybe get it is. Five. Yeah. I think that the number is, or the percentage is a little lower. The standard number is a little lower in the NFL, but I may be wrong on because that as well. Because he probably convinces them that I'm going to get every last, last dollar for you. It has. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, name me the last client that that was unsatisfied with what you, Scott Boris was able to do for him. Right, and everybody says, "Well, you're the boss of your own negotiations." That's true, but you don't hire Scott Boris unless no. you're looking for basically every last hour. Was Carlos Rodon a Scott Boris client as yes. well? Yes, like that contract that he got with the Yankees. Yeah, well, it's basically not looking great right now. The contract you're is Rodin. right. Yeah. No, I'm saying the point is, is that. That Scott Boris was able to you know what deliver happens? a treasure chest. A lot of times when you see a guy is unhappy with what he's being offered, you'll see him switch to Scott Boris. Right, right. right. All right, uh, we'll talk to uh, Billy Corgan. He'll, 
he'll have some thoughts. He, I, he's always good talking sports, too. Uh, lead singer, of course, and founder of the Smashing Pumpkins. He's going to play Wrigley Field this summer. Tickets are going on sale on Friday. One of our fr- friends of the show, longtime uh, Waddle and Sylvie uh, friend of the show. So we're going to talk to him about the Cubs, the Bears. He's always got good Bears thoughts, and he's never scared uh, to share those. And we'll talk to him coming up next.